let's just say this. The NBA story so far for preseason, unfortunately, has been uh, the holdout situation between the Houston Rockets and James Harden. And for those you very much well know, uh, James Harden is a guy that has been in Houston since 2013. Uh, during that span, they have not missed the playoffs as an organization. Uh, he has requested different superstars to team up with, such as Dwight Howard, Chris Paul, uh, Russell Westbrook, and a few role players. Um, that made sense, you know, key cogs that would help with the stretch offense, such as a Trevor Reza or Josh Smith, surprisingly became a three-point shooter. <laughs> uh, you know, you've had your Austin Rivers and you know, you got your Eric Gordons and Jamal Crawfords and all types of players have come in and out of the Houston Rockets franchise here since 2013. Now, I want to go over the contract that James Harden is going to have. He signed a four-year, $171 million contract just last year. An extension. He has a player option that will kick in in 2022-23. He's on the books for $41 million this season and then $44 next season. And to counteract the situation between the franchise and James, they had offered him a contract of, I believe, four years, $250 million guaranteed. And he turns it down. Now, the weird thing is, is that his agent beforehand, I want you to keep this in mind, is Rob Palenka. For those of you who do not know, Rob Palenka is the current general manager of the my beloved Los Angeles Lakers, Kobe Bryant's best friend, essentially, and his former agent as well. Now, Rob has had a bad rap with agencies and teams because he likes to get over on people but I believe once he got into a different perspective of getting into that front office role he kind of saw life differently you know he listens to LeBron James he, he sees that LeBron is a winner he's been there he's done that Rest in peace to Kobe. Kobe has told him that, hey, LeBron's your guy now. Listen to him and he will follow suit. And as much as I hate LeBron, I don't really hate him. I've learned to respect his game now. LeBron, quite frankly, owes the respect of doing whatever the fuck he wants to do with his team. But yet and still, he shows up to practice every day. He shows up on time. He doesn't fly differently from his team every single chance that he can get. Whereas the reports are coming out with James Harden is that he consistently stays up in the strip clubs. And he chooses when the Rockets 
pretty much practice and play. If he has an extended days off, he usually sits back in the city in which they were playing in and hangs out for the night scene. And I'm watching the highlights of last night's game, and it seems as if James Harden has packed on about 10 to 12 pounds easily. You know, when you're going to go into a situation of holdout, you want to be in tip-top shape. You want to be able to provide the reasoning as to why you deserve to get what you want. But here's the difference. Between Les Alexander and Tom Fertella, or Jim Fertella, sorry, they have pretty much given James every key necessary to win. Now, there is a report, and I'm watching this, and I'm actually looking at this on ClutchSports.com. That is said that the tension between Harden and Paul escalated with the former opting not to participate whenever the ball was in the latter's hands, which I really didn't notice it as much with Chris Paul because I wasn't paying attention. At that time, I was more worried about his defensive presence, which he still doesn't have. But I did see when Russ last year had the ball that James was a little bit more dormant. He wouldn't run on pin downs. He wouldn't run backdoor screens. He he just he would he wouldn't initiate anything in the offense unless the ball was in his hands. And when you're playing the two guard position as a shooting guard, you have to realize that your game is tailored to change so much. I think when you are a shooting guard in the NBA, you, historically you've been asked to be the most versatile player of that team besides the small forward. I but I, I would say the detriment and the in-depth of the impact you can have on such a game as far as the floor and the ceiling has come from a shooting guard. We all know that 23 is the best shooting guard ever. Well, in my opinion, in team basketball, I like to think that Kobe is the best one-on-one shooting guard there ever lived in the game. And then you have the occasionals with the Reggie Millers, the Gray Allens, the Allen Iversons, the Dwayne Wades. And now you're throwing James Harden's in there. You got your Clyde Drexlers. Of those, I would say maybe Reggie Miller and James Harden are the only two that didn't really have strong defensive presence well known around the league. But at times, Reggie could still facilitate a ball. He did not dominate a basketball and was somewhat still imposed himself as a threat no matter what. And the thing about James Harden is this. James Harden is just plain lazy. I'm just going to call it what it is. He relies on natural scoring ability which is rare, I will admit. But the thing that made Jordan and Kobe one and two, or two to one, or whatever, whichever one, I, I, I don't really justify you putting it who is who, is that their presence was not only just felt shooting or dominating the basketball, 
but it was coaching and instilling the teammates on the sidelines. And more importantly, it was to create a prominent perimeter defender in themselves. And getting easy baskets, but even in practice, challenging the best defender on that team, a la Scottie Pippen, a la Trevor Reza, Ron Artest, Rick Fox, to become a defender that will make you better as well. Now let's look at let's look back at what James Harden has done over the years. And I want you to answer this question and I'm gonna wait for an answer. What player has James Harden developed during his tenure with the Houston Rockets? And I'll wait. Exactly, nobody. When you are a franchise player, a superstar, an upper echelon NBA player, you have to create somebody to be better themselves. Even the pieces when Jordan came around in the second pre-peak, you had Dennis Rodman there. Now, we all watch the last dance and we saw that Dennis was kind of still doing his, on his thing. But the one thing you didn't see Jordan do was he still counteracted the way that he carried himself as a basketball player who was well known to be so hard on his teammates. But he told Dennis, I trust you and I'm dependent on you. And whether you want to believe it or not, Dennis Rodman took that upon himself and knew that he was going to be a champion because of those words. So let's go back to James Harden. So the team's brass wanted to do it to be back, but the prospect of having Westbrook on board became too hard for them to pass up. Upon Harden heavily vouched for his former teammate to which the Riders eventually gave in and traded away their future. Their package included Chris Paul, 2014-2016 first round pick, swap rights in 21 and 2025, sent to the way of the OKC Thunder. After getting a new backcourt partner for Harden, the Rockets' new partnership with Westbrook didn't go as hope as it be. The explosive guard also had his fair shares of frustrations with Harden reportedly getting in the way of him being able to play his own type of game on the court. The lax culture in Houston also didn't bode well with Westbrook after he oversaw a disciplined unit back in his days with the Thunder. The nine-time All-Star never tolerated tardiness and insisted on pushing through with film sessions even if Harden was the one late. And this is what somebody said in the organization. Nothing ever starts on time, a former Rocker staffer said via ESPN. The plane is always late. The bus is never on time. It's just an organized AU team. Exactly. James Harden could very much go down as one of the best, if not the best, AU player to ever live. Because that's exactly how he is. So the word on the street now, the, 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 I've, I've always said this. Is that you, when, when, when things go wrong for a long time, you have to look yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, it starts with me. And James Harden doesn't do that. He did play a little bit of better defense last year, but I'm talking about you, James, you need to, to be considered one of the great shooting guards. 
I believe Kobe is a 12-time first-team All-NBA defender, and I believe Jordan is a first-time, 10-time All-NBA defender. I believe Kobe just relinquished that role to Kevin Garnett as far as the top, the, main, the most times ever being on a first-team All-NBA defender, defensive team, if I, I, I'm correct. And, and, and let's bring KG into the equation as well. KG made Wally Zerbiak a better player. I mean, that's not saying nothing, but we, you know, look at Riley Zerbin when he went to the Cavs. Look at how KG went to the Celtics. He demanded a trade out of Minnesota. He went to the Celtics, a team that was 26. No, a team that was 20 and 62. And they flip-flopped the record to 62 and 20. And do you know why they did that? I'm not discrediting Paul Pierce or Ray Allen, but what I'm going to say is KG did not focus on being an offensive threat like he was in Minnesota. KG became a defensive player of the year. He completely changed his game. His mind changed into becoming a champion. He wanted it more. And you saw the Celtics go to... The NBA Finals, two out of the three years when the big four, in my opinion, was assembled. You have this with James Harden. No matter what team he goes to, I'm not seeing an NBA championship in his future. It's not going to start until he starts taking defensive capabilities and presence. Serious. You can put up the 60-point triple-doubles all you want. Okay, look at Russell Westbrook, who I love more than James Harden. Look at Russell Westbrook and the three years of straight triple doubles. What did he get him? Kobe even said, James, you can't dominate the basketball like this. This is coming from somebody that everybody said that he was a high dominant ball player. But his numbers are nowhere near useless percentage ever to James Harden and Russell Westbrook. Or even John Wall, I think, to that matter. KD barely touches the ball. KD went to the Warriors and became more defensive-minded. This is what's hurting James Harden's game. And because of that, he doesn't play both sides of the ball as much as he should. When the time comes that it locks down the playoffs, and playoffs is all about ball control, possession, efficiency, and defense, which he doesn't really do any of them except for ball control, he tires out because he hasn't tricked his body into playing offense and defense. So when he has to play defense, his offense suffers. And this is when we have Ghost Hard in the paint. And it's going to stay this way. And it's unfortunate. So the rumblings are that James Hard pretty much did whatever he wanted to do. Chris Paul did not like it. And apparently it was the main reason that Westbrook left. Westbrook came from a system that was organized by Coach Pop. 
RC Buford doesn't have any of that, that mess going on in OKC. You really, you rarely hear, even when they were all together, you rarely hear anybody being late doing whatever they wanted to do in OKC. You don't hear that in Golden State. Steve Kerr, once again, part of that tree that came from Greg Popovich, just a little hint. I mean, he's got more Dan Tony in his coaching abilities, but I think from a defensive side of the ball, he's got the Greg Popovich. And everybody's going to say, well, he won because, you know, he had KD, Draymond, and da-da-da-da. Okay, but you still have to control and motivate the players to play at such a high level. Because you can be freelance like Dan Tony and Daryl Morey was with James Harden and let him run the franchise right down to the ground. And because the Rockets can't really pull anybody else in here, he wants out. After everything they've done for you, every every move, everything they've done has been for you. And because you can't continue to squeeze any more juice out of the bucket you want to leave and let them start from scratch to zero? Because let's be real, James Harden is worth being traded straight up for any player in the league, in my opinion, besides LeBron, I'll say Katie, and I mean, you might have to stay safe. Those are probably the only three players I that are not that James is not on the caliber of as far as trade acquisition goes. I think Anthony Davis is one more year away, and Giannis just has to make it to the finals once. And we can put those in discussions. So, the thing is, people, is that whenever you're consistently in a struggle year in and year out, and there's been new pieces around you there, and the atmosphere hasn't gotten better, or you haven't advanced further in life, or in in your career, whatever it is that you're very passionate about, you have to... When you wake up in the morning, you have to look yourself in the mirror. You have to ask the question, as to why. And you have to directly look at that person that's looking right at you and say it starts there. And we all know that James Harden doesn't do that. And until he realizes that he needs to give up that rock and start focusing on playing, being a more of a two-way player, he's never going to He's never going to win. He, he just won't. I mean, look at Paul George. Paul George has not really been the same defender since he's been in uh, Indiana. Uh, people may say that first, that I think the first season, well, he really was only one season in OKC. I, I don't really, uh, no. I don't think Paul George has been a defender since about 20, 2015. I don't think he's been a premier defender. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm probably going to drop a couple of episodes today. we got a lot of snow going on here in the DMV area. So subscribe, like, comment in the channel. Let me know. Drop a like down below. Uh, feel free to send me topics. For those of you who know, I do sports topics. I'm trying to get a little uh, balance over here. Uh, over the summer and into the fall, I've done a lot of the uh, black 
the social justice politics feeds on celebrities and relationships and stuff like that. But I'm going to try to switch it up. So until next time, peace.